to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. Mm-hmm. And this week on episode, I had to go out and grab a hold of my good buddy over there from Why So Nerdy. Had to scrape oh, the geez. bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I'm go so far as it was the bottom, it was definitely the sides. Um, it was like, uh, what's on the bottom? Well, well yeah. what's before the bottom? Now, um, a little sticky wanna, syrup right there. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the podcast, <laughs> my good friend from Why So Nerdy. I w- wish I could have had both of you on here, but you know. I got I'm you. not gonna That's lie. Good. I probably should have reached out and told Will about this. He definitely would have been on. <laughs> probably, uh, probably would help to communicate with your partner. <laughs> well, I was debating. I was like, okay. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, it's Michael. Hey, what's <laughs> up, guys? Um, I, I thought about it when I reached out to you. I was like, should I do both of them or just get Michael on? Uh, and I was like, you know what? Let me just get Michael on right now sit down chit chat catch up and then I'll, I'll get you both on here um again sooner or yeah later. we'll have to yeah we'll have to get him on because it's been a while we got to do another uh what was it last one we did was like batman versus kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah that know, was we'll, one of my we'll, favorite arguments <laughs> we got a little too passionate about that it's like well, oh, hey yeah. hey they're, they're both fictional <laughs> so they're not real so honestly Kevin could conceivably win because they're I, both fictional. I think he, I think it's so it's so dumbed down like his tactics that I think it would work out. Like Batman doesn't train for fucking like marbles on the floor, you know? He's not ready. <laughs> it's true. It, I mean, that's the thing. He's like expecting like a Riddler type thing, like uh-huh. Joker, like doing some wild shit. And then it's just a 10-year-old kid with <laughs> with paint hands, you know. <laughs> Turn him over to banister. <laughs> I wonder what sound the paint can makes as it bounces up against his armor. I need Thumped. I need that sound bite. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more concerned with the sound that he makes when he falls and fucking <laughs> shatters his spine. Um or or steps on a fucking nail walking up the basement stairs. Oh my god. I you know, they've never they've never mentioned that. Is his boots like steel toed or like does he have like um, work boots? <laughs> like just I in case he steps on a nail or something? I assume they were work boots. That was my assumption. Yeah. <laughs> he he went down to uh, you know the nearest red wing, bought a pair. <laughs> Got him some Timberlands. <laughs> full gear. <laughs> like yeah. a full back gear. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. But um, but what's been going on, man? Like, so the podcast is back up and running. How is yeah, that going? It's been fucking great. Like, we we just did like the to top off our our event stuff. Like, we we've done so well. We're working with uh, Gaines Media right now, and they had us on a live show. Uh, not not our live show, but it's a thing called a uh, Final Fridays. And oh my god, it was so much fun. I was nervous as shit. I wanted to vomit most of the time. But it was once I got a oh god I it was so bad like my buddy bought me food because I was like I was hungry when he's like you haven't ate he's like you gotta eat something and I fucking ate like a a few bites of my food and I was like I want to puke I want to puke so bad (laughs) and then finally I started drinking all day I I think I drank 
from the time I got to Will's house until what I was even on stage drinking. So God only knows how long I was drinking before, before I finally got the nerve to be up there. But it was a blast. They told us we killed it. So I'm taking their word for it. They invited us back. So we had to do some kind of good. So that that's a huge indicator if you get invited back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been awesome. We've gotten a lot of opportunities lately. Things Will keeps talking about how magical things have been because we've had some uh, some shit stumble upon us. So so I'm hoping I'm hoping it keeps rolling. Well, good, good. That's I, th- I think that's one of the things about doing anything like this mm-hmm. is that. You know, you have to feel right about doing it, but also feel like the universe is, you know, in your corner as well. Yeah. So there's so much, you know, stress about, you know, well, nobody's got my back and I'm going to do it regardless and I'm going to do it on my own. It's like, no, I mean, it's okay too if things are all falling into place the right way and, and, you know, you're enjoying the time and not, you know, not doing it out of spite. So yeah, like you gotta have fun. That's the biggest thing. If you're not having fun, there's no reason to do it. Yeah. And that's what I always say about all of these podcasts. It's like if I wasn't enjoying it, I wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. And the second that it feels like it's no longer fun and it's more work, I'm out. I'm not yeah, doing this. Calling it. And I, I don't I don't feel like my podcast. I think part of why my podcast worked for me is because it's not really serious. It's like, you know, you might have the occasional, you know, person that reaches out to me on the podcast that wants to promote something. Yeah. Like like an interview type or something like that. Yeah. And those are my least favorite types because (laughs) I'm horrible at interviewing. I'm like the worst interviewer on earth because I'll ask you a question. I'm checking right out. Not not because I don't care, but it's because my attention span is really kind of shitty. Yeah. And my grandma actually told me, she was like, I was like, grandma, you want to be on the podcast? She was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, by the way, I'm not very good at interviewing. She was like, well, you should probably get good at that then. I was like, no. <laughs> right. You, you do this. You you want to do this for a living. You should probably work on it. <laughs> I want to do it for a living. I just want to do it for a hobby. For funsies. <laughs> just give me something to do on the weekend. And oh, I'm I'm looking for that dollar dollar bill. I want to do this for life. I mean, that that's you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, everybody has the different motivations. It's like for me, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not banking anything on it because I, I feel like also for me too, when it comes to doing the podcast, like I'll I'll admit sometimes the sound doesn't sound the best. Mm-hmm. And audio you know, is such I'm, a weird thing. Like you could know exactly. Like, we have a problem every so often. Like we we had to fine adjust it. We I think we finally have it. But even if you finally have it, like it it it's different every time you run into it. Yeah. Like I don't. But like I'm not going to lose sleep over certain details. You know, like some people like do you need to get a de-esser? And I'm like probably. <laughs> yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> like, yeah I, I bet i do but guess what I, that's just one more thing i gotta worry about i'm just gonna go with the settings i have and like, my question to you is can you hear it yeah i can right 
<laughs> problem. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, uh, check on the checklist of audio mediums. You can hear it, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, and that's why I'm kind of like hesitant with doing video because I don't feel like fucking around with video right now. Yeah, it's like, well, I think that's why this is so good. Like, because you can record and not have to worry about editing it because it's all it's all strapped together on on your end. Yeah. Well, even with when I record in person with people, I don't even edit those. It's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Unless you I have to have out. a break. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that, I don't. Well, because right now, like with Colompton, there's three of us now. So mm-hmm. if someone has to get up and go piss, I think I'm the only one who can't piss because I'm kind of in a corner. And if I get up to piss, everybody has to get up so I can get out. Yeah. But if anybody else gets up, you know, no one knows because there's three mm-hmm. of us. So we just keep the conversation rolling. But when I record in person, I don't edit those because if there's anything that needs to be edited, I can do it right there on the fly. Mm-hmm. And you'll never know versus like these i have to go back and listen to them because i have to know was the audio okay there might be some distortion that i wasn't aware of while we're recording um if you tell a story you're like hey can we take that up from the records like okay i'll go back and you know wipe that out but more often than not you know there, there's not too too much stress other than just making sure the sound is okay yeah and that that's all i worry about and you know, that's the important they, stuff. Like you said, as long as you can hear the damn thing, you've done your job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like, and, you know, I don't even I don't dare go back and listen to anything from the first 30 episodes. <laughs> I don't even know if I had like a real microphone in the beginning. Yeah. You know, and what's just, sad is that I think our first episode was actually pretty strong. And like the audio is such fucking trash. And it, it breaks my heart because I think that was like. Our most raw was that first episode, and it something. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying, and it was it was just perfect. And for some reason, like I just bought that uh, that blue. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's just a blue blue microphone, and fucking it. Mm. It's not recommended. <laughs> it was real cheap, it, but it but it fucking did the job. So it got it done. Like right now. I'm using, so I had a friend, I suspect this is her ex's equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, he and I were supposed to work on a podcast many years ago, and I'm glad we didn't. It was just one of those things where, like, something as simple as, like, coming up with a name. Yeah. was like, he wanted to call it MMA Obsession. I was like, that sounds like very basic and mm-hmm. not that it has to be anything super complex or complicated no but it's like what it's <laughs> like, got to roll it, off the tongue and that just does not work out well it sounds just like any of the other mma things out, like yeah you, you know, so it's like okay that's dumb i don't, I don't want to do that <laughs> um and then it was just like also having already been in a podcast game before kind of knowing how to segment it a little bit and he was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to do that." I was like, yeah. "Okay, I don't think we're gonna jive on this." Yeah, but don't feel bad. Me and me and Will argued about why so nerdy for so long because I, I still to this day don't love it, but it works. Like it's it's such a part of who we are now. I can't get rid of it. But but the acronym works. Like I like the acronym, the WSN. So 
yeah so like it, it fits it fits i've grown to love it but but i would i do want it on the record that i hated the fucking shit out of it <laughs> fucking will was like do you have any better ideas and i was like fuck no and that's why we have to stick with this idea <laughs> well i remember in the beginning i remember like first episode you're like we're just gonna call it why so nerdy for right now but we're probably gonna change it you know we, we don't know and it just stuck yep it never so. fucking happened it, it stuck and it it does have a ring to it but the problem is i was like we sound like the joker from fucking batman and i was like i guess that's a good it keeps yeah. people you know in the in the realm of nerdiness so i guess it works out yeah it, it works i mean you know it all connects all interconnects yeah. like Clompton has gone through three name changes potentially a fourth mm-hmm. so uh because initially oh i, I like Clompton. so well uh, initially when i sat down with steve i says to him you know because i like to have meetings mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't like sending emails i, I want to sit down and have a meeting so i was like all right we're gonna have like a 15 minute meeting and when i say 15 minutes i'm legit to that i was like I yeah. got the timer set. We're not going beyond 15. Um, if we don't get anything accomplished. Going. <laughs> yes. It's like, we don't get anything accomplished. We'll come back next week. Fuck this. So <laughs> like the first thing I said to him was like, all right, um, what do you want the topic to be? He didn't really have a topic. Okay. Because I told him, I was like, you want to do a podcast? I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, let's sit down and talk. What do you want the topic to be? I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you want to do this on? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Like sounds like Seinfeld, it's like Sein- okay. yeah it's like Seinfeld you know this podcast is about nothing. <laughs> so then, um, you know, I go over a couple of other questions, and you know, I'm writing all this shit down, and then I goes, um, what do you want from this? And he goes, I want it to blow up. And I was like, okay, <laughs> it's a very simple. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, no shit. Um, but before we get to blow up, we need to have a name. We need to have kind of a, a, a subject matter. Mm-hmm. So the name he wanted to go with was Adios Pantalontes. <laughs> I sort of love it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but because I told him this is your project, I'm just kind of here working with you. You you drop all the stuff you want to drop. Let's go. Yeah. And my wife hated it. Anytime <laughs> I mentioned recording, she just she got visibly angry. So then Steve and I sat down one of the episodes was like we've always you know kind of incorporated Colompton mm-hmm. into our projects whether it be the basketball team whether it be the fantasy football stuff Colompton has been our thing why are we not using Colompton for the podcast he was like yeah I don't know I was like let's go with Colompton social club it's like okay let's go with that perfect we got mugs we got merch not like full like for sale or nothing but it was like stuff yeah. for us here and his issue was with the social media he was like well people don't know what we're he, he was like people don't know what a Colompton is so steve has this um obsession with fight club so he was like yeah. let's call the podcast beer club and i was like yeah i mean i think that's super simplistic and dumb i was gonna say so generic yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, I'd, I'd rather go back to Adios Pantalones at this rate. <laughs> like, it, at least it keeps you guessing. Like, right, you don't know what but, it's about. Yeah. But his whole argument was, 
because I think when he looks at like off the mats and BJJ Wiki, he was like, "Well, it has a bunch of followers because people know what that is." And I was like, mm-hmm. well, "I mean, don't don't sell me that short, dude." I mean, I put work into those projects, right? Like, it's not yeah, like you put in just, the hours. Yeah, it's not like they just happen because you know there's a name to it. Mm-hmm. But um, he was like, "Let's call it Beer Club because people know." I was like, mm, "I mean, we don't just talk about beer, though. We talk about other shit, which is why Social Club works." And his girlfriend was like, "Why don't you do Clompton Beer and Social Club?" And he was like, "He he was like, I'm not opposed to it, but it feels like it's too long, too clunky." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay." So then we it was like, "We got to keep Clompton. That is our brand. We have to keep it." I was like, why don't we call it the Colompton Beer Club? I was like, I, I hate, I hate beer club. <laughs> I yeah. can't stand it, but it's fine. It's it, it's where we're at. Um, but that's just the thing, though. Too, it's like you know, like you said, you're not crazy about why it's so nerdy, but it's mm-hmm. it's what we have. It's it's the identity at this point. That's how right. Yeah, like we we got we got popular pretty fast the first time that we launched. So I was like, we're already founded. I was like, we can't go changing it. Mm-hmm. Well, and even like with us, we're like, at this point, I'm like, oh, we, we did an episode and Steve kept saying, yo, like, this shit is off the rails right now. I was like, <laughs> he was like, maybe we should rebrand to off the rails and kind of play off of off the mats. And I was like, I think could, I think there's but... already an off the rails podcast, unfortunately. I'm sure there is. You know what also there is? And off the mats. There's is there really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. See, like that that was one of the things that we ran into is like every cool name that we thought of was already fucking taken. And I was like, I don't want to do like the you know the ult of something that's already out. I was like, no, in my luck, we'll end up fucking getting sued or something. <laughs> like I, I think unless it's like something like like big, big. Yeah, most people aren't gonna come after you. It's like because there, there, uh, there's an off the mats for yoga and there's an off the mats for wrestling. Okay. And like, I think the yoga one was still active when I started. I don't know now, but the wrestling one had stopped by the time I started. And then there's one on YouTube that started up maybe a year and a half after me called. So it's like off the mats. I know off the mats is in it and it's a YouTube yeah. channel. And the thing is for me, I mean, I don't care. Mm. My my whole feeling with anything when it comes to like um someone having a similar ideal than yours or anything of that nature, because we, we had a friend that wanted to do a podcast as well, and there was some static there about like, well, they're gonna steal our ideal. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah, like, fuck it, right? <laughs> it's, it's not our ideal necessarily. <laughs> like, we're not the only ones that make a podcast ever. There are like millions of podcasts yeah. out there. Um, and and honestly, I feel like yeah, if somebody has a similar podcast as ours and it's a friend, I'd rather a friend have a similar podcast mm-hmm. than someone we're beefing with. Because if it's a friend, we can kind of cross promote and work yeah. together. Yeah, I was gonna say, spread the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I think I we know. have we only have one other person that has why so nerdy and it was after us and it's a Latino show. So <laughs> I don't even know if it's still up, honestly, but I remember seeing it and I was like, does that mean we made it if somebody's stolen our name? <laughs> well, and, and that's the funny thing, too, is like 
you know, when it comes to like, you know, a name like Why So Nerd is definitely unique. Mm-hmm. You know, it is like, I can't see someone else. Like, I mean, that's not to say people don't have some ideas. It's just, I can't imagine someone else just drop something called Why So Nerdy. Right. And and think like, oh, no one else has had this idea. As a matter of fact, I mean, Google is a thing, you know. So mm-hmm. people can actually just Google that now. Like, you know, if you have a name that you think, oh, this is a cool name, you Google it. Like, oh, never mind, it's not. I'm still shocked that nobody, uh, nobody had tinfoil bunker when I started that show. Yeah, it still blows my mind. Like that is such a like I loved it. That was such a fun name. I was gonna say, I think you and me collabed on figuring that out. No, no, that was all. I'm, I'm was pretty it? sure that was all you, dude. Oh, maybe I remember you I'm, having on the show, and I was trying to figure it out. I, I could have sworn we collab. I just like to give out my credit. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that that was all you. I mean, I was I was there with you for the show, yeah. but um, I missed that show. Know. I really need to get back into it. The problem is, is that it's so it's so guest driven that I can't really I can't really do it myself. So I gotta I gotta absolutely find somebody. I, I think you could do it yourself. Um, yeah. I, I think a way to do it by yourself is one of two ways. Well, the first way but would be like kind of like a solo show, but short, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, just talk about conspiracies and, and, and nonsense and, and making fun of QAnon. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't want to make uh, fun and, of QAnon because then they won't come on the show. Dude. I really, I need a, I need a QAnon series really bad. Like that's really what I'm waiting for. I want to find someone who's like deep into QAnon. Hey, so hold on. If anyone on here knows somebody that is deep into QAnon that would come on a show, uh, message me at uh, why so nerdy, the number one at gmail.com because I would love to interview somebody for QAnon. I would love to get a series going. I, I I don't know if there's still I had someone that came on that mentioned wanting to talk about QAnon a while mm-hmm. back and th- this was way earlier this was um probably right after the election because so, I'm going to be honest I had no clue what QAnon was I remember putting up a QAnon quote in my uh, stories on Instagram yeah. and someone messaged me and was like hey just a heads up I was like, and they're like, that's a QAnon thing. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is QAnon? Oh, let me take yeah. you down this rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so what's funny is after that, I, I was on HBO and the uh, Into the Storm documentary was on there. Docu-series was on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so I started watching it just by myself. And then after after the first episode, my wife was at work. I texted her. I was like, holy shit. The oh, next yeah. time you're off. I've got a doozy for you. <laughs> and dude, it was man, I don't even I don't even know, but I, I the, the wild I shit people can convince themselves of fucking blows my mind, bro. Yeah. Well, it, it's like when you hear people talking about, you know, they have a legit news source or they have the source. It's like, mm-hmm. what makes your news source any more relevant than you know my source? Or Michael's source or someone else's source. Like, I think that's the problem with like technology nowadays is like you can make a legit source just as much as the next person. Like, I I can put a dot gov 
behind my website and I could say it's a government thing and fucking, yeah. you know, it, it could totally not be legit. So you got to really like, you got to really watch your, your, uh, references, like, uh, like make well, sure they're even, peer reviewed, all that shit. Even with that though, too, it's like, you can go to the site and in a lot of cases, it's a quick search, you know, a quick, yeah. a quick, you know, like, oh, you know, oh, this is a satire site. And, you know, there are plenty of people who will share from a satire site and, you know, they, whether they know it or not, you know, they think it's legit. You know, like, oh, no, no, no. This is like a real source. It's like, yeah. like when know, my uncle not. found the onion. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can't yeah. believe that the damn Democrats are doing this. And I was like, that is not a real site. <laughs> like, that is totally fake news. Everybody says it's fake news. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's where then it becomes, you know, everything is fake news. And like uh -huh. CNN isn't real. You know, uh, Wall Street Journal isn't real. And it's like, I mean, well, yes, they all like will spin a story mm -hmm. one way or the other all of them you know there's there's no you know getting around that but the thing is too it's like there is still bits of information it's like you, you what i take from the news is like any of the news sources i get the story or at least i get the base once mm -hmm. i get the base of what we're looking at then i go looking elsewhere for like my information yeah get you know? it from multiple sources at least three different sources tell you that there's something to it yeah that and, and the bbc BBC is always yeah. very good for yep. for news stuff. Uh, but yeah, it, it's like when when you look at just like the goofiness that's that's available to us all. It's like you want to sit down and talk with some of the people. But I know for me, I had a guy who's a flat earther, and he agreed to come on the podcast. But I was like, I'm not gonna do this. I I, I cannot with the straight face sit here and talk with this dude. Yeah, like, it's, and it's hard and you gotta like it's hard to be respectful of the same mm -hmm. thing but it's like uh, you gotta bite your tongue the whole time and try not to laugh when they say something ridiculous like and the thing is about this person he is actually a pretty bright person and i think even you know with believing earth is flat i don't think he would say like outside of the earth is flat <laughs> uh much that that would be extremely ridiculous you know like, yeah. you know, there's some people that will say goofy things like, oh, and by the way, the earth is hollow and, you know, dinosaurs live inside of it. Oh, hey, like, you got to huh? be careful nowadays because aliens exist now. So hollow, yeah. hollow earth could be a thing. I'm sure. Yeah, Hashtag space in, is fake. Yeah, all the, the Nazis, the Nazis are inside the hollow earth fucking mm. living, living with the... Uh, the, Aryan, the the Aryan uh the Aryan aliens. So you gotta uh, you gotta watch out. Yeah, the uh, I can't remember what they're called. It's like the Viking aliens. I can't remember the name of them. Starts with an A. I mean the fact that you even know that much is enough for me. Oh yeah. I my my knowledge of stupid alien theories is quite quite deep. <laughs> yeah. It's I don't know. I look, man, I think you should bring back the tinfoil bunker. I think you could, you know, get away with doing like 15 minute, 30 minute episodes, like solo episodes, just yeah. going over, you know, the, the weekly, you know, conspiracy things 
and then you know bring a guest on you know when when you can for an hour episode yeah and see I was thinking about doing it for, yeah, I was thinking about doing it for a Patreon for the Why So Nerdy page is like, have it like an intermittent interview podcast. I mean, I think, I think that could work. Um, Yeah. I feel like, you know, again, you know, just detach it, make it your thing and just walk. Make make it my own thing. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and that's not to say don't cross promote with it, obviously, but yeah, it's like just put it out there, let people come to it, and then honestly, even still attach a Patreon, you know, aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, you know, it's just a thought, but I I, I do encourage you to bring bring that back because I feel like there are plenty of conspiracy things out there. There oh are yeah, tons of the well. The well is very there. deep. Yeah, but the thing is, too, it's like part of what I do with off the mats. Why I like off the mats is because it gives the opportunity for you know everybody's like, oh, you know, everybody always hears Gordon Ryan or Craig Jones or Mackenzie Dern. You know, they hear all the big names of jujitsu talk and they hear mm-hmm. their story. They know their story. You know, but I like to talk to people who aren't as well known. I like to, you know, let the smaller voices be heard. So when there's like, you know, there's so many podcasts, we don't need another podcast. Maybe we don't, but I feel like at least the podcast that I do fits into something and it Mm -hmm. fits out there for someone. I feel the same thing kind of with the tinfoil bunker. It's like, yeah, there's tons of them just like that. Sure. But I think like you have a different brand of like humor but also mm. just like, you know, kind of like a different brand of what the fuck to bring to the table where people are like, huh, because we never thought of it that way. It's like, yeah, yeah. you fucking guys are fucking <laughs> spout, dumb. Spout my nonsense. Yeah, I still need to do uh, my my last episode that I was supposed to do is I was supposed to have a guest on and I was supposed to ramble about uh, I have a theory about mushrooms <laughs> that I was going to go into to where mushrooms are aliens. And then yeah. they didn't come here and they were part of our evolution. And I yeah. think I think that's actually a thing that is like that, that's come mm-hmm. up now. But I've had that for fucking forever is that they were they were uh, non-organisms of the uh, of this earth. Yeah, uh, that's been something I've heard um, over mm-hmm. the years. And I mean, that's the thing is like there's just so much that we don't know mm-hmm. that anything is possible and except for when, flat earth yeah, that's not <laughs> um I, I put up something on facebook the other day it was uh jim jeffries talk with a bunch of conspiracy theorists yes and oh my god i saw that i like i was getting dizzy i was like let me turn this shit off like, i love i, I love it. that he was like this guy's actually talking some sense and then he's like and then jesus is gonna meet us in space and he's like oh fuck <laughs> I've fucking uh, attached my, my wagon uh, to the wrong horse. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, this guy. It's like, oh no, no, not this guy. Never like, mind, motherfucker. You ruined it for yourself, right? Um, but you know, whenever the idea of conspiracies come up, I, I feel like that's also kind of a word that's just been kind of abused over the years. Mm-hmm. 
So, it's sort of like theories in general. Like the word theory doesn't technically mean what people use it for all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's become that new hot word is that like any any contrarian statement is a conspiracy theory now. Yes. So it's saturated. Well, <laughs> like everyone. Well, I mean, even like we just changed the meaning of words now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The English <laughs> like, language is fluid. You know, it, it changes by the day. That's it's why it's like, so hard to learn. You get one group that decides, like, you know what? I want to call this this now. It's uh-huh. like, well, that's not what that means, though. <laughs> yeah, well, it is now. Like, well, it does mm-hmm. now. Yeah, for for our our group, no. it does now. It's yeah. like, you know, like woke. It's like I hate hearing that word now. Uh-huh. It's like, huh? Well, that's I don't think that word means what you think it means. Fucking, I love that. Like people people post that uh that meme from Princess Bride all the time on shit like that. <laughs> Like, I don't think the word means what you think it means. <laughs> but yeah, it's like things like that. I'm just like, man, like, I'm pretty sure you guys just decided to change the meaning of that word now. Right. It's like, it looks like we're going to have to go find a new word now. Thanks. Oh, God. Make us work harder. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you get things like that. I mean, hell, even, you know, theory, you know, when somebody says, you know, there, there's a theory of this. So many people take that as like, oh, that's the like fact now. That's like that, that's uh-huh. what it's like. No, it's a theory. It it, it hasn't been proven yet. You Listen, know, gravity's still a theory, okay? It's got some yeah. weight behind it. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, the, the theory of gravity is like, huh. Well, and that's just the thing. It's like, okay, we know there's something, you know, there, mm-hmm. but there isn't like a full like there's nothing that's solid to give like the explanation to this thing or that thing. It's just like the recognition that, Hey, here's a thought. Yeah. And we just run with it. Now people are just like, Oh, okay. The but, difference between the way people use theories. If you use it scientifically, it's peer reviewed, but yeah. if you use it like a, a fucking moron, like most people do. And I, I am also to blame. I use it a lot like mm-hmm. that too. But if you use it like that, it's just a theory. <laughs> It's I remember being a kid, you talk about conspiracy theories and, you know, it wasn't as big of a thing, you know, obviously mm-hmm. pre-internet, you know, the theory, the biggest conspiracy theory was uh, JFK. And JFK. Then the uh-huh. Yeah. The moon and, landing one cracks me up and, and not, I, I scared uh, Desiree not too long ago with this because I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, it's got some weight behind it. I was like, I'm not saying I believe that we faked the moon landing, but I'm just saying it might have been a possibility. <laughs> like, and she was like, well, oh, no. When it's a thing to you, it's like, look, the ideal of it possibly being faked, it, it exists. But mm. the thing is, I think there's more evidence saying that, you know, they went to the moon. Yeah, than, if, than, if you really not. dig into it, yeah. But like, and, and the problem is, is like the footage the footage is always the issue because they're like, oh, well, the sand wouldn't react like that. You know, the gravity would be different, stuff like that. But, like, how do we know we've never been to the fucking moon, you know? Well, that's the argument, though, too. It's like, well, the sand would react this way, not that way. Like, well, how do you know? Uh-huh. Mythbusters like, I, I did I, a really good job with that, weirdly enough. They did a whole episode on the moon landing and they put it inside of a vacuum and it actually reacted like it did in the, in the video. So I thought that was really interesting. 
I just get frustrated at times when, you know, anything now becomes every every thought becomes a conspiracy theory now. Mm-hmm. Or if a celebrity dies, it are becomes. They really dead? <laughs> well, well, no, not even are they really dead, but it becomes like so. Anthony Bourdain, Chris Cornell, mm-hmm. and uh, Chester uh, uh, um, from uh, Lincoln Park. You know, when each of them died, people immediately jumped to the internet. Oh, they were killed because they were about to uh, reveal a pedophile ring. Oh my God. I was about to say, did you go into the Lincoln Park suicide? Because that shit was wild. I read, I read real into it when it came out that he was, he was about to uh, go on trial for <laughs> the, uh, what was it? It was the Corey. What are the two Corys that were famous? Corey Feldman. Yes, Feldman. Corey Feldman yeah. and him were about to reveal a big pedophile ring from when they were kids. And like they had proof and all this shit. And then he got killed. And I was like, holy fuck, this went a lot deeper than I expected it to go. So the issue with that is why is Corey Feldman still alive? Right. Yeah. That, that was, that was always the thing. It's because he's not, he's not reliable. You know, who's going to believe Corey Feldman? He's fucking wacko, you know? So that, that's why the guy from Lincoln park was more legit. Okay. (laughs) I I, I guess. I don't know. It's like when, when they start getting into this, like, well, you know, it, it, it pisses me off because it's like someone, you know, took their life. Mm Mm-hmm. And instead of just, you know, motherfuckers would love to talk about conspiracies, but the second that you mention that, hey, maybe they were just depressed. Maybe they were going through some No, shit. that's not possible. <laughs> like, no, they were rich. They were famous. There's no way they would do that because they were rich and they were famous. It's like, yeah, there's a dark side to the fame. Yeah, I was about to say depression doesn't care how rich you are or how much money you got. Even yeah. though, let me say that my depression would be a lot better if I had a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I'd have to find some really dark shit to bring me to that point, but trust me, it's a lot easier to fucking cry, you know, in a whopper in your fucking Lamborghini. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. This <laughs> fucking Nissan Versa that barely runs, right? Like you have to have a level of depression that's pretty high if you're having it when you're rich like that. But I, I'm not saying that it's not possible because you know I've. If anything, I've learned in the last few years is how fucking powerful your brain can be. So mm-hmm. yeah, I am I am not doubting at all that it's possible. Well, I feel like the problems are bigger. It's like yeah. Biggie said, uh, more money, more problems. You know, and, and it's not even just about the money itself, but it's like again, the fame. You can't go anywhere. You know, people have this whole thing like, oh, well, you're adored, you're loved everywhere you go. Yes, but you're also stalked and you're harassed everywhere mm-hmm. you go. You don't have an opportunity. I mean, that was one thing with Lauren Hill just walking away from music. I mean, this woman dropped like, you know, arguably one of the greatest, you know, albums, not just hip hop albums, but albums ever. And one of the things that, you know, you know, kind of forced her away was like she couldn't go out with her kids. She couldn't like, you know, just be a person anymore. Yeah, once reach, yeah, once you've reached such a high level, it's hard to function as a normal human being, which I totally yeah. 
I totally understand. Like, I if if I was to ever be famous, I would like to be like a D-list celebrity where like people know who I am, so I can pull that card when I'm in the line at Starbucks. And be like, bitch, do you know who I am? <laughs> Give me my hot chocolate faster. You know, like I want I want to be that level, but also like you know I can go to the park with Millie. <laughs> like, like you know, like spell my name correctly on that fucking cup. Right? You do you know who I am? <laughs> like. Like I don't know, like I I don't know that I would ever want to be of any sort of fame. Um, I'm I was talking about this at work today. I'm a very private person. Yeah, but I also I selectively share. I selectively overshare, but I overshare like nonsense. You know, yeah, like things that people think are really really important and deep details or not. I don't care that you know these details, but you know, like that's why I'm. This is what them. my dick looks like. Yeah, no, no. I, like on Colombian, I will talk about just the wildest shit. I'm like, man, you know, I was jerking off the other day, and da da da. And she was like, what? like what? Like why do you talk about this? Like why not? Yeah. <laughs> like why, Listen, why not? Content, content is content, Dante. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's like, look, anything to you know keep people listening. I don't know if people want to continue to listen when I'm talking about jerking off, but listen, yeah, yeah you, you let them, you let them know, yeah, you let them know what oils you you used, what website like, you were on, like, you know, it's like, like the bulk of our listeners, I'm pretty sure are male. I'm pretty sure all our listeners over there are <laughs> male, so I think that's the moment they check. I was like, fuck, he's talking about it again. <laughs> Fast forward for yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah, you know, I was shocked the other day. I looked into my analytics on uh, why so nerdy, and we're actually not heavily weighed male. I really thought we were like a mostly male podcast. Like, so for nerd stuff, though, I think it's a, it's not as male leaning as you would think it would be. Mm-hmm. I so I thought so. You like horror would be more female, not like more females but i thought there would be more females like uh listening to it yeah and just from it's, from the demographic women not, love murder <laughs> yeah. like it's not though it, it's 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 still overwhelmingly more men I was like, yeah. okay, i'll take See, it well, I, you know whoever listens yeah i fucking love horror so i'm definitely one of the the bitches that be listening to your podcast so thanks honey <laughs> uh-huh i fucking love it like i am so ready i keep preparing myself like i watched a horror movie the other night like as long as it's monsters it's not too bad for me but it's like once they get to tearing throats is when i check out that's still a trigger spot for me mm. but well, look man oh, look, like you can come on the show we can talk about whatever the fuck dude you don't even gotta it don't even gotta be a movie it's got to be bad movies like that. That's my go to. Like if if I come on the show, I want to talk about the shitty movies. I'm going to make you watch them. So we have Ugh. reference points <laughs> like like you need to watch Santa Slay. Have you ever seen that with Goldberg? I am. No, I know of it. I have not seen yeah. it. Yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch Santa Slay. You got to watch fucking Lumberjack Man. I will hype Lumberjack Man till the end of time. That is my favorite. Fucking, oh my god, I love that horror film, and it's got uh, bringing it back to to nerdy stuff. It has. Do you remember X Play? Mm-hmm. X Play. It was on. It was on G four TV. G four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, they. It was. It was essentially the internet reviews for video games before the internet was super popular. Yes. 
And uh, uh, what what is his name? The guy from there. I can't remember his name right now. Adam Sessler. Adam Sessler. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So Adam Sessler is in Lumberjack Man. And I think that's why I love it so much is that he's a camp counselor. And it's so fucking like he brings such a stupid like uh, not even like it was like nostalgia meets comedy because he's a funny dude. I wonder. I still wonder if he had anything to do with it. I might have to look that up. I am all for I, I feel like I'm getting a lot more of those uh, requests um, from people that want to be on. They want to watch or they want to review like the wild outlandish things. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I might just start turning this over to you all. Like, look, you guys can come on and use my platform to talk about your fucking weird movie. There you go. I, I want to watch something pretentious. <laughs> you want to get deep that into blood and gore. Yeah. Like, what, I, do I, all I the honestly, classics like, uh, what, what was it? Nosferatu and stuff like that. <laughs> like all the classic ones. So we did you know, as we're doing the horror through the decades, we did talk about uh, Nosferatu because, you know, we started with the 1920s and Mm -hmm. how horror kind of grew from there. We could have started with, you know, the 1900s, but it wasn't a whole lot really going movie-wise. I mean, you could do books, you could do plays, but it was just like, there's no need. Let's just start with the 1920s. I was about to say, Dracula was written around then, so. Um, So Bram Stoker's Dracula was like the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, cause his widow was, uh, when they were doing Nosferatu, I mean, that's Dracula basically. Yeah. And essentially. She, yeah. She sued them because they, I mean, they pretty much took the story, but they just titled it something else or they, mm-hmm. they ended up titling it something else because of the lawsuit. Um, you know, but we went from, you know, that in the 1920s with Faust, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. You know, mm-hmm. we went to the 30s because in the 20s it was just it was still silent films. In the 30s, still mostly silent films. Then we started getting to films with with talking, and then the 40s we're still in our black and white era, even though the Wizard of Oz was what 38 or 39. Mm-hmm, you know, I think so. We're still in the black and white films through the 40s, but you get your occasional Technicolor. You know, but once you start hitting the 50s, then it start. Horror start taking this different turn, whereas in the twenties, uh, thirties, and forties, it was all very formulaic. It was just all the same things. There was a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde remake every year, or, uh, every decade, and it was like Jesus Christ. And after World War Two, then we started getting into the real shit. We started getting into like, you know, fucking giant ants. We got into the Blob. We got into Godzilla. You know, Killer all tomatoes, monsters. Yeah, you know, it's like all the all the preachers, and then um, you know, once you get into the sixties, you start hitting that psychological horror. You start mm-hmm. getting a horror where you're fucking with people's minds, you're gaslighting people. Then uh, you get to the seventies, and it, I feel like seventies is where the modern horror film was birth, where you start getting your slashers and your religious horror. Things like that. You got Alien in the seventies. You got Jaws mm-hmm. in the seventies, and such an iconic film. And then from that point, horror movies really didn't evolve much off of that until we got to found footage. Mm-hmm. Found then, footage is such a good, good. Oh, excuse me, good area. 
That's yeah, some of my it, favorite movies. It, it's fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we got a little oversaturated in the late 2000s, like 2009. Yeah, like when they started doing the paranormal activity movies. So e- even off of that, though, I mean, those weren't too, too, like, because they stayed in their lane. Yeah. But there are other ones that started getting extremely, um, I, I can't, like, they're, they're trying to mock the Ghost Hunter shows, like Grave Encounters did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wreck was another good one, uh, Spanish horror film. They, they redid it over here in America. They called it Quarantine. Yeah, that and, was such a good movie. I loved Quarantine. Like, I think, like, you got to see Wreck, even though there's they're subtitles. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's so worth it. I don't mind um, subtitles. I, I watch a lot of kung fu movies, so like subtitles don't even phase me. Same. Like, all, we we have the captions on for all of our movies anyway, so mm-hmm. subtitles are not. I mean, I'd prefer like if like we watch a lot of Korean horror. So mm-hmm. we're always reading subtitles. They get and... fucking gory over there, man. It's fucking real shit. Well, they're they're good storytellers. Like, mm-hmm. like they're like there's something about their character development that it, it's minimum, but it does enough for you to really kind of feel invested in the yeah. characters. Train to Busan is my absolute number one favorite zombie movie of all time i need i need to watch it i keep looking at it on netflix and i'm like one day one day i'm gonna watch you it, it is it is good it, it has a lot of heart to it. it it like by the end of it like i care about these characters mm-hmm. and you know it, it's just like there's a sting to it that you know it, it gets it hits me in the feels i'm like holy yeah. shit like i didn't think i would care this much um actually oh, you know you know what you need to do for for the horror podcast? I don't know if you've done it yet, but uh, uh, pandemic uh, movies, like the ones that came out during the pandemic where like they were doing webcam horrors and stuff like so that. So we are in the process of that right okay. now, actually. Because there was some fucking good, like I can't remember the name of the one that I watched, but it was like a, a paranormal activity uh uh, like it was it was a ghost that was haunting them it was like their friend or something like that that died and like each person had to film their own uh their own parts just from where they were all quarantined so and so it, it was like watching a uh no not a seance it was uh they they were they all got called by like or they had her phone or she died mysteriously i can't remember what the the start of it was mm. But they all end up on a web call and they're sitting there talking about her and, you know, how weird it was, how she died. And then she pops into the the webcam thing. It's like her name pops up and it's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then she ends up popping up into everybody's videos. And like the cool thing was, is that since everybody was quarantined, it was like watching four different movies because each each person had their own style of how they shot their horror film. Mm-hmm. And so it was really interesting to watch like the, the different horror styles all clash together. Huh. I'll have to, I'll have to find it. I'll have to find it. And I'll send it to you. Cause it was, it was a phenomenal movie. I loved it. And that's what I'm trying to like, look up now is like, nothing is coming up. I know there's uh, the one movie called host where 
they, they came out like right when we went into quarantine they mm-hmm. made this movie immediately like because it came out in may of 2020 and is basically a group of friends that's why i mentioned a seance they're doing a seance mm-hmm. via zoom and maybe that's what uh, i'm thinking maybe, maybe that's the movie i'm thinking of but i could have sworn it was like done during the pandemic and it came out like midway through the pandemic so yeah this one came out uh the one that i'm talking about came out uh i believe it was may of um 2020 because yeah we we went down into lockdown most places went to lockdown in april and mm-hmm. then this movie dropped like a month later i was like holy shit that was quick so i remember thinking like yo that was quick as fuck like mm-hmm. you know, well i'm sure like, the, either... i'm sure the production didn't take much you know money it was no. it was all like at home bullshit uh, they probably made a killing off of it. They probably spent like you know a couple hundred dollars on effects. <laughs> the budget was one hundred thousand. Um, unfortunately, well, I mean, it it made its money back. Up, you know, it was one hundred thousand was the budget. It made four hundred forty three thousand. Um, but That's keep in mind bad. though, too, this thing going to theaters. This went straight to streaming. So, yeah. hey, that, with that new with that new uh, with that new SAG thing that they signed. You know, they they could be making more money off of it now. I don't know how far it backtracks. Yeah. Like, you know, that's another thing, too, is like. With everything going on with the strike and, and, you know, trying to, you know, basically get everything kind of even, you know, for for our writers and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's like. You know, they're like a lot of content creators on TikTok. They're like, they can't make like content about upcoming movies and stuff, just, you know, out of fairness and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you start thinking, it's like, well, during this whole time that, you know, they've been on strike, nothing, you know, everything's kind of been halted. So we're going to still get a bunch of movies coming out, but is there going to be like a gap period where it's like, okay, now there's this. There's this, you know, window of time where movies weren't being made, nothing was being written, you know. Oh, they were still being written. It was just, it was just the the AI was writing horrible movies, and they're releasing these horrible AI written <laughs> scripts. So, well, no, but like, yeah, I mean, like for that, you know, you know, we got through that, but then like there was a period like whatever was just going on just now. How long was that strike? Like two months? Uh it was a few Maybe months, three? yeah. It, it's longer than two months. It's uh yeah. what? It seemed like it kicked off in July. So yeah, July, somewhere August, somewhere around then. So three months or so. But um it's like during that time though, it's like okay, nothing's being done. Other you know, you can barely even promote anything now. Yeah. You, know, you have like shows like, you know, going off air because they you know they couldn't use any writers but this also kind of proved the point though that a lot of these faces on the talk shows they had writers behind the scenes doing all their writing when they tried to branch mm-hmm. off and do their own thing it, it went to shows like okay maybe you aren't that clever right yeah like yeah. may it lets you know that it it it's a talent to have like you know content all the time like that yeah. it really makes me appreciate content creators like online because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, we're we're delivering that shit without writers most of the time. It depends on where you're at. But, yeah. you know, most of the time we're delivering that without writers. Like, I know why so nerdy. Shocker is not scripted. But 
this is weird. They said that host came out in July of 2020. I'm certain I watched this shit in May, but whatever. Um, Maybe. yeah, I, it, I was about to say, uh, if that if that one's it, like that was a fucking hell of a movie. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, the runtime was less than an hour. Yeah. So that was another thing that I loved. But um, but yeah, I I think when it comes to, you know, content creation, you know, one of the bigger things to be in is like podcasting. Mm -hmm. It's like we're just doing our our own thing, you know, and in most cases, it's, you know, your skeleton crew, you know, you you know, if it's two of you, it's just you two, you Mm -hmm. know, like with Kalompton, it's Steve and myself. Um, and now his younger brother kind of, you know, jumps in, which is good. I like having a third person. I like a three person show. I think yeah, there's something there's something about it. Like it, it gives you a lot more to bounce off of. Yeah. And that's what we're it, sort of doing. Like we ended up uh, I think we we're talking about moving uh, my buddy John into one of the slots. And and sort of bouncing a third in every so often, but I'm I'm not sure what's going on. Will's into a lot of revamping. <laughs> I think when you have that third, it gives a lot of leeway in terms of like schedule conflicts. Number mm-hmm. one, but number two, diversity of like the the opinions. You know, when you're, when you're discussing things, it's not just like it, it, with Colompton. It was just me and Steve, kind of either agreeing on a bunch of stuff or if we disagreed it wasn't like you know it was like kind of unresolved disagreements you know there yeah. wasn't a third party to say you know one thing or the other is, is not necessarily right but like you know trying to see the sides so yeah you you get a victor it's it's not like soccer where everybody's everybody's a winner <laughs> yeah. It, yeah it's like well and even with you know Colompton is like like the thing that I don't like are like debate shows. I don't like watching like the ESPN like morning shows where they're just arguing and screaming because I think one of the things that I feel like happens is sometimes they both probably agree on a topic, but the way it has to be, you know, kind of settled out is like, no, 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 no. One has to go this way and the other has to go that way. Yeah, I was going to say you got to go by the script of like, you know, your devil's advocates always got to be there. Yeah, because I think that's what Steve wanted to do initially with Colompton. I told him, I'm not doing that. Yeah, if you agree, you agree. Yeah, like if we both think, like if if we're talking about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, and we both agree Michael Jordan, then like why why do we have to argue? Yeah, (laughs) like like why would I have to make a case for LeBron? Like nobody likes him. He's a crybaby. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know. But the thing is, it's like. You know, Steve's younger brother was on and we talked about it. And his younger brother was, you know, kind of supporting LeBron. So, you know, then I was say, the he's question. younger. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah. So I get that. And, and the funny he thing wasn't is, alive though, during the glory days. <laughs> well, he was. Like, oh, he, I mean, he grew up with us, so he he knows it. But I think in, and maybe he was trying to play a little bit of devil's advocate, maybe. But then he started saying really goofy shit like LeBron, you know, LeBron is the smartest like player in the league. We're like, mm-hmm. based off of what? Right. <laughs> like, like, I, you know, he, I need he to can do math, Dante. He can do math. He knows, he knows if he throws a three and they got three points, that's a six points. <laughs> that motherfucker didn't even go to college. <laughs> he didn't have to. He's so talented. Yeah. 
but you know that's in, in the LB problem he's surrounded by too many yes men so he thinks he's the smartest one <laughs> well it, but that was also another argument though is like he came out of his own mouth and said i'm the greatest player i'm the greatest nba player alive or the ever play mm-hmm. and it's like okay <laughs> like jordan's never said that jordan may believe that but he's never said it as you know? he's a narcissist so i'm sure he believes it Oh, I know he believes it. Oh, yeah. Now, whether he he goes out and says it is a different thing. Yeah. I mean, and then you know, for LeBron, we're like, oh, I'm the greatest player to ever play the game. It's like, I mean, you're really fucking good, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're the greatest. I mean, and that's always the argument with those types of things, though. Too, you just you'll never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you you won't get Jordan to play LeBron in in their primes. It's just impossible. I was gonna say you um, can't get the time machines. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have the keys to it anymore, yeah. so I'm not allowed. My but, my microwave know. broke, so I can't get the right frequency. <laughs> um, like you know, when you talk about MMA, it's like you know, it's like well, the younger the younger cats get into MMA now, they don't know about the days of Anderson Silva and GSP and BJ Penn. Mm-hmm. You know, all they know is Khabib, Conor McGregor, um, uh. Israel Adesanya kind of know John Jones, but even with John Jones, they don't know like the John Jones when he was coming up and just walking through cats. Mm-hmm. You know, was gonna say his so, grind of fame. Even though I'm not exactly a John Jones fan, but yeah, it, he, it, definitely, well, he definitely did do that that casual walk through a bunch of people. That's the thing too. Is like I can't stand the dude. He's a piece of fucking shit. But mm-hmm. you can't deny his ability. I mean, the no, dude, absolutely you know, not. Is a monster, and it's like, in in so many ways, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. Right, um, in too many ways, he's sort of like a, uh, fucking Mayweather, where he's fucking like, oh, I'm the greatest ever, and blah blah blah. It's like, I'll, I'll give I'll give John Jones a lot more credit. He does walk the walk, but fucking May Mayweather's a bitch. But he I mean, he's a monster in his record, and he's he has to be one of the best boxers of all time. But is he the best like fighter of all time? No. Like he, so he doesn't know how to well, scrap. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with fighting, though, too. It's like, I mean, even when you talk about boxing and fighting, it's like boxing is a, you know, one set of skills mm-hmm. versus like, you know, when, when people talk about like MMA fighters versus a boxer, it's like, oh, a boxer will kill an MMA fighter. It's like, mm. now there's now if they can't check a leg kick, mm-hmm. <laughs> now if they can't, yeah. you know, block a takedown, you know. Yeah, I was going like, to say, from well, personal experience, boxers don't know how to watch their legs. So they're, they don't they're so to. used to, yeah they're so used to this footwork and dancing around that they don't think about their legs because you know they're not taking kickboxing shots but fucking yeah. you know you take one good shin uh, shin shot and like you know you're not conditioned for shin shots your ass is going down i don't care who you are you take a good fucking kick to the shin it's game over yeah i mean especially if you're not conditioned for it like you know certain arguments can't necessarily be had though because there's not enough you know you can't prove again you know you can't when people talk about like chuck liddell versus john jones like chuck liddell would kill john jones like i beg to differ like john jones has walked through everyone i think you know i think john jones takes it only for the fact that his reach advantage is so heavy so i think john jones would take it because he and in, in this is kind of like the LeBron thing. Like LeBron's the smart, smartest uh, mm-hmm. basketball player. I do think John Jones has a very high fight IQ. Yeah. 
So he wouldn't get into because like, Chuck Liddell was a brawler. Yeah, he's, John he's definitely he wants to get close and he wants to catch you with that fucking overhead every single and time. John's not gonna brawl with you. I mean, John's gonna fight you. And yes, his reach is a factor. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. But he's fought guys without necessarily using the reach either. He he's gotten in there. He I mean, hell, his his most recent fight at heavyweight when he went up and fought Cyril Gone. I mean, he wrestled that dude down to the ground and, and choked him. Yeah. And, you know, there's you know no usage of the reach there. It was like I'm gonna rush this dude, get him to the ground. I'm gonna choke him. I don't want to be in there with that dude. He strikes. He hits hard. Right. Yeah. He's like, Fuck that. Uh, that's the best part him. about MMA. It's like you know, God, that guy hits really hard. And it's like, don't fight him. <laughs> like yeah. you know, get a, take his yeah, take his hits away, man. Fucking get on that ground and brawl him. Well, and that was one of the things about GSP that I love is like. Oh, you know, GSP is like, oh, you're a striker. Well, I'm gonna make you wrestle. Oh, you're a wrestler. I'm gonna make you stand up and strike. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm I'm gonna take the fight to where I want it to go, and we, you know, we'll do it this way. And you know, oh, um, what was I thinking? Khabib. You know, talk about Khabib. You know, talking about who's the greatest fighter. You know, MMA fighter. And you know, people are like, well, Khabib. You know, retire undefeated. And I was like, yes, he did. Um. But I don't think he fought, you know, the caliber of opponents that, you know, some of the other guys fought. Yeah, like that. That's a heavy uh, conversation in boxing. A lot is talking about who who was in their prime around that time and who you fought. So, like, it's definitely a factor. I mean, you know, that's one of the arguments with Mayweather is like fighting Pacquiao. You know, he waited and waited Mm -hmm, until he was out of shape. Yep. Um, same with Shane Mosley. He waited and waited. Mm-hmm. And Shane Mosley was one of two people to fucking actually rock Mayweather. And I remember watching that shit. And his, when those knees buckled, we jumped up and was like, Oh, go, 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 get him, get him. And, mm-hmm. and Mayweather recovered and was like, Nah, I'm just gonna box this dude down. Fuck this. Mm-hmm. I ain't his, him hit me like that again. He, I, I don't like to give him credit. But he does have one of the best, like he has the best footwork of all time because he can dance around that fucking ring all night long and not let you hit him. So like that's what he does. He he's a fucking he he's a bitch. He runs away from you the whole fucking fight. And he, I mean, and he, he defends. And he, he block shots. He, I yeah, mean, yeah. But that's part of the game though too. Like I, I think to, to say that someone's a bitch because they don't want to get hit. I mean, that's kind of the objective is like you, the, the game isn't to get hit. The game is I to know, get I hit know. a lot less. And, you know, you, you can be a point fighter and, you know, get hit less and score your points. Um, You know, that's just part of the game. That That's part of what I dislike about boxing is like, it's basically saying here, let's put these things on our hands and hit each other and give, you know, one another CTE. You uh-huh. know, whereas like, you get boxers saying, well, MMA isn't real fighting. I was like, why isn't it real fighting? You know, it's like, explain to me why it's not real fighting. Oh, because they can throw kicks and they can wrestle. That, that's yeah, it's more fighting. street fighting. Yeah, it's a, it's a street fight. Yeah, MMA is yeah. all about, like, what the human body can do regardless of the limitations. Like, I think the only, the only safety requirements they have are the ones to make sure you don't fucking permanently or, you know, kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the the six or the twelve to six fucking elbow and shit, like you know, they, which is actually a nonsense rule, but yeah, it's like, not killing anybody. It, I mean, it could, it could potentially, yeah. like in the back of the neck, like sort of how uh, 
what is it pride used to do where they just did not give a fuck like they had you know they, they and nobody died nobody died in a ring in pride you're though. not you're they, not wrong. they did stomps <laughs> they yeah. you could stomp someone's head on the ground nobody at all died yeah. um i mean were where the whole 12 to 6 elbow rule came from was um uh the former referee for U- ufc mentioned this uh when they were going over the rules they're talking about oh well you know you see those late night karate uh shows and they're breaking bricks and blocks of ice with their mm-hmm. elbows or like that's deadly that you can't have someone getting struck by those um and it's it's like you're not gonna kill anyone with the 12 to 6 elbow it's no different than catching somebody with a spin and wheel kick I was going to say, like, you catch somebody with a heel kick, that's that's really dangerous. Heel kicks are fucking nasty. Because that's yeah. like the ball, that is the elbow of your foot. <laughs> and, you know, and you're spinning it, and you can get a lot of G-force behind your heel. I, I think there's more more power coming from a spinning elbow than a 12 to 6 elbow. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, it, it's just like, you know, they got silly rules in play when it comes to that. But apparently they're about to overturn that and, and take that rule out okay um but but the thing is it's like when it comes to fighting you know there's so many different variables to an actual fight mm-hmm. where boxing is just like okay well like let's just hit each other with these gloves that bare knuckle boxing yeah. is, is extremely bonkers because these cats don't even got gloves on they're just uh, they're fucking crazy man fucking uh, that's some balls of steel right there is that fucking bare knuckle boxing i saw one lady on a uh, facebook yesterday my god she was torn the fuck apart and yeah, like they only yeah and they only do like what like how many rounds do they do they can't go for many right i don't know i would imagine three i would imagine, yeah right I like I, I wouldn't run somebody fucking 10 rounds of bare knuckle boxing somebody's gonna die wait yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine they're going. I'm going to pull it up right now. I can't imagine you're going more than more than five rounds at least. Like I'm yeah. going to say, at most you're going five. But who who knows? Let's see here. Does somebody already ask this question? <laughs> it's probably a popular one. That well, that's what I always do. I'll pull up uh, like Google and see if like I'll I'll then scroll down. You're like, does someone already ask this question? Because I don't want to have to type it all the way out. How many <laughs> rounds in bare knuckle boxing? Let's see here. Five rounds. Uh, fights are two minutes per round. So you got five two-minute rounds. Okay. So yeah, that's not bad. That's not terrible. Yeah. Like, that's, I still don't want to do it, but. No, yeah. I'm sure two two minutes doesn't sound like much, but you fucking get in a ring for two minutes. That's some brutal two shit. Minutes. Two minutes is a long time when, when you're getting punched in the face. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> changes the whole mode like people underestimate time Mm -hmm. like people act like well it's like i was doing this a fitness test it had me doing a plank a one minute plank i was like one minute plank that's easy enough 20 seconds in dude i was like okay fuck this fitness test Mm -hmm. you don't care about being fit anymore yeah you gotta you gotta be able to understand time dilation like the more dialed in you are the longer everything takes well and and that's the thing about even doing the planks i was like i wasn't even like focusing on like oh i'm doing plank. you know i wasn't like it was just like okay you know let me like distract myself because you know when i'm on a treadmill i do that a lot you know i find Mm -hmm. things to distract me i put the tv on i put music on 
you know, have podcasts running and anything that not make me think about the fact that I'm on this fucking treadmill for 90 minutes. It's like, yeah, fuck. like, what can I do for 90 minutes? Like, okay, well, there is this movie I can watch. And I always try to make sure I pick things that are going to be, you know, kind of tiered, you know, where it's like, okay, I'm going to go this long and it's going to be done from start to end. Like, yeah. That's all there is to it. There's going to be See? no, like, I, I, you know, I'm still on the treadmill, you know, and the movie ends, or I finish on the treadmill and there's still like 15 minutes left in the movie. Right. Yeah. Like, see, I used to watch movies all the time while running. I miss, uh, I don't know how many people live in Louisville that uh, listen to your show, but there used to be this uh, Planet Fitness in Louisville that had like a mock theater. And so the mm. whole theater was just filled with treadmills and you just plug up your headphones and you listen to whatever movie's playing. It was so much fun. Like, I miss shit like that. Like, I need to get my fat ass on a treadmill somewhere. Like my grandfather gave me um, his old uh, elliptical because of his back. He can't. So he gave me the treadmill because he could because of his back injury. So he gets the yeah. elliptical. And then years later, he's like, well, I can't use the elliptical anymore either. You want this too? I was like, okay. So we got the elliptical in the basement next to the treadmill, both of which mm-hmm. don't get used. Um, <laughs> and he also gave me an exercise bike, which is up here. Also doesn't get used. <laughs> so collecting dust. Yeah, yeah. It's just like collecting exercise equipment. Although I think the one thing I do want is um, I need to put up the picture. Because it always reminds me of I, I miss the Aerodyne bike. Uh, my teammate and I, after class, our mm-hmm. coach would take us downstairs to the uh, the other part of the gym where the, all the exercise equipment is, and we get on Aerodyne bikes. And I don't know how long in total time he would have us on there, but it would be like, um, you know, like twenty seconds, you know, kind of going slow, just at a regular pace, and then. 10 second sprint you know some shit like that yeah do this for like maybe three to five minutes just on and off on and off and i like doing it i like doing it it was just kind of it forced me to do it like whereas if i'm on the treadmill you can't really do that as effectively not safely at least i don't think yeah i mean you can but there are risks whereas the aerodyne bike it was very very safe um the exercise bike that i have here on your joints too well for sure yeah for sure probably do it on an elliptical but it just feels kind of fucking goofy so mm-hmm. i don't know but i don't know i i too need God. to get get fucking back in shape and i was doing it and then i just stopped i said fuck this yeah i i really need to i'm i've gained so much weight i just started losing weight though so i was hoping to keep it up but i i eventually need to get in a gym somewhere the problem is, is that we live in a place to where like the only the only thing available is a uh, 24-hour fitness, and they know they're the only competition in the area, so mm-hmm. they charge out the ass. Of course, oh, fucking bastards! It's like it's like fifty dollars a month or something like that. It's fucking obscene. The fuck? Yeah, it's yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. I can't remember. That's probably not exactly what it is, but it's something fucking obscene. I know we have. Um... Yeah, there there are various gyms around here, none of which I go to. I, I feel like my problem with like sign up for a gym is I would feel obligated to go, but I know I'm not going to go. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and that's the thing. I, I argue with myself about it too. It's like, like, just go, you lazy bitch. I'm like, fuck you. You don't tell me what I to mean, do. No, I'm not going. Yeah, you you go to you know your uh BJJ classes. So I mean, 
you know, you get you get your exercise in somewhere. Yeah, but that's just the thing, though. It's like I do that what twice a week, maybe. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's like there's always more that could be done. Yeah, you know? you're not wrong. It's. I mean, when I first started, that was like before I started doing jujitsu. I worked out every day, you know, in one one capacity or the other. Mm-hmm. I started jujitsu. I stopped lifting weights, and you know, I still worked on like you know body weight, you know, exercises for strength yeah. and just grappling for for my cardio. And then COVID, COVID was kind of the you know big uh, kick in the ass. And that was a kick in the ass for the world, though, not mm-hmm. just myself but like everyone and when covid hit i was like okay well i still train a teammate and i went over to the gym i had the keys we go over to the gym and we train and um you know i work out at home and then it just became more and more like okay i'm not obligated to do these things now yeah so the motivation went yeah yeah and then when things kind of came back to I was a little out of place, you know. I felt, I felt um, un- uncomfortable at my gym. Yeah, um, by my own accord, not by them. Like everyone was still very cool and very welcoming. It just felt different. Mm-hmm. And then my coach, he sold the gym to another one of our coaches, who's a great coach. But then I felt kind of like, you know, because my coach, I mean, he was a friend. So yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Like, this is weird now. Um, yeah, now you lost a friend and, you know, got a new coach and makes you makes you feel out of place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and even with the, you know, the old coach, you know, he would call me up, you know, and, you know, have me come train with him and his father-in-law mm-hmm. like, at, at another friend's gym. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Like, <laughs> but this is really, really weird. Like dude. outsourcing sure. your training. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. It, it, there's just a lot of um, things that went into it. And it's all on me. You know, I'm not pinning any blame on anyone else for my failures. But yeah. I did feel like. Well, I blame it. I blame Taco Bell for most of my failures. I mean, that, that's definitely a road I need to go down. That and rallies. Rallies ruined me when I was in uh, high school, man. Fucking that shit got me. It's funny. Like I used to eat, but I have like you know the the genetics that kind of played off of where i would mm-hmm. eat all the junk food and just never had any issues you lucky son um, of a bitch i mean even now like if, if i let's say tomorrow i woke up at 6 a.m i'm not but let's say I did, <laughs> yeah. um and i go downstairs i get on the treadmill and i jog for uh let's say from 6 to 7 30 mm-hmm. so 90 minutes and you know, I come home and then I walk on a treadmill for an hour. I do this what four days a week, like and, and also eating relatively okay. I'd still eat some honey buns, like yeah. my body like snaps into it quick. My body just jumps right back into it. It's like okay, we know what this is. It's go time. Let's 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 run with it. Um, I can do that very very quickly, but it's it's almost kind of like I take advantage of it. It's like I know I can, mm-hmm. so I just don't. <laughs> I, was like, I eh. wish I wish my body is like that. My body's like, we need to go exercise, and then I go exercise, and then immediately after it's like, we need ice cream. Like, let's reward ourselves <laughs> yeah, for working out. Yeah, like let's go get you know 
like when I was really like uh, back when I was in really good shape, I used to do this fucking thing to where like I would go mix and match fast food. So like mm-hmm. I'd go get like yeah. Chick Fil A and Taco Bell and like you know eat a bean burrito while eating a chicken sandwich, like. like <laughs> I remember throwing up. I got sick. There was a day I had Taco Bell, Burger King, KFC, and McDonald's. Oh God, what a <laughs> what a mixture to throw up. It, it was a wild day. Yeah, you tasted um, the fast food rainbow. <laughs> I threw up, and it was all the KFC that <laughs> came out. I was just looking. I was like, "Oh my lord, this is oh, this God, is," yeah. and, and that's when I said to myself, "I was like, I got to change my life." Like, <laughs> this, is, this is the moment where you reevaluate all your life choices. <laughs> it's like me sitting there. It's like it's a scene from a movie, you know, where I'm like sitting there in a strip club, you know, like like looking at myself in the mirror as I'm stripping for like dollars. It's like, man, where am I going wrong in my life? Getting, getting <laughs> like, changed get as soon as you as soon as you realize you're shaking a coin purse because your speedo's full of quarters. You're like, what have I like, done with like, my life? They're not even throwing dollars at me. They're throwing nickels. <laughs> Make it hail, motherfuckers. <laughs> they're hitting me with pennies. <laughs> they, they Put it back on. Day. Put it back on. <laughs> um but yeah, it, that was like that weird moment. Like when I threw up, I'm sitting there hugging the toilet. I was like, okay, it's time <laughs> to change. Like, you got to get your shit together. No, it wasn't a DUI. No, it wasn't like, you know, any anything like goofy. It was me throwing up KFC when I realized like, okay, we need to make some changes here. <laughs> like, what are you doing with yourself? It's like, what have you done? Fuck. <laughs> and I wasn't even fat. I was like, I was like 170. Oh, <laughs> that, that was Bless that your heart. Like, well, like I weighed one fifty up until like what senior year of high school. I think I got to one sixty, and then I think my comfort weight was one ninety, where like everything worked well. My knees didn't hurt. I, yeah. I ran well. I was strong. Uh, I got down to one eighty five um, while training jujitsu. And I didn't feel good at 185 at all. And I know it's only yeah. five pounds difference, but I just didn't feel strong enough. I felt faster, but I wasn't strong. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I'll feel better if I gain five more pounds, 195. Maybe I'll feel better if I get the 200. Maybe I'll feel better if I get the 215. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, Honey Buns was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the scale keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> and like, yeah, see, like, I... I think even at my lowest weight, I was at 180. 180 is about as low as I ever got. And I don't I don't think I could have got any skinnier because that, that was when I was eating healthy. I was working out nonstop. Like I was working, working out five days a week. Like I was running every other day, you know, three and a half miles. Like I don't think I could. I don't think I can get skinnier than that. Like 220 is like my comfortable weight, like where I'm I'm not in shape. But, you know, I'm in good enough shape to where I go run a mile or, you know, do something like that and it not fucking completely gas me. Um, how tall are you? I'm 6'2". I mean, you're, you're, you're a taller fella. I'm 5'9". Yeah. I'm oh, so, oh, you're a little tiny baby man. What's fucked up is like... You're I've like been a man, but since, smaller. Like, <laughs> like, I've been this height since fifth grade. Really? So, yeah, it, it, like the expectation was like he's gonna be a giant. Then I went to foster care, and they're like, "Psych." Is <laughs> <laughs> you, tra- you had trauma that's uh, that stunted your growth? That's what it was. <laughs> mm, maybe I didn't have good food. 
Yeah. He's like <laughs> eat white castles like nonstop. Hey, white, keep going, castle, right? white castles got nutrition in it. It's good, it's good protein. Good protein. I don't even know if it has meat in it. <laughs> it's, like, it's what a, is this? It's meat adjacent. It's meat adjacent. It didn't even have all of the meat. There are holes in it. <laughs> like just take, take those pieces that you pull out of that one and make another patty somewhere there you else. Go. Yeah, just fucking you know, stack it on the next one. It'll be fine. I was like, why are you guys so fucking weird? Just give no. me a regular burger, you fuck. I don't even um, know where my tall came from. Like, I, I'm honestly like, I think I have like one tall cousin. <laughs> like my my <laughs> uncle's pretty tall, but like even then, like on my dad's side, like everybody's short. Like, I guess my dad was pretty tall. I'm pretty sure everyone, like all my uncles, are about five nine, five ten. Yeah, I believe my dad was short. Um, mm-hmm. and my mom is definitely short, She's like a little fucking runt. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like you got that mm, dwarven blood. I, I, I guess. <laughs> like every, every time I think about my daughter, is like she's tall. I was like for age, especially. Like oh my god, this kid's huge. I was like, and I always look at him like, yeah, you're gonna stop at about fifth grade. Trust me, I know <laughs> it happened to me too. Man, like, in fifth worried. grade, that was this height. They're like, he's gonna play basketball. I was like, mm. okay. <laughs> you could have been Spud Webb. Spud Webb was a tiny man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, the thing is with him being tiny though is like, I'm sure he was always tiny, and he just grew to be tinier. Yeah, I was tall I with with the expectation of being taller and it was like nope you're just tall and that's all you're gonna get you're lucky though because like you you topped out early like i went like what was it like my my freshman year of high school i was tiny and then like in the blink of an eye i was six two so like my joints were just totally Uh. fucked like I, my whole body would ached like all the time. And like, I, I don't get me wrong. I've, I've had fibromyalgia as long as I can remember, but like joint wise, I felt like I was like, you know, walking on jelly most of the time from where like my body went from so small to so big. Cause I think what I was, I was not tall. I was like maybe like five foot something. And then I just shot up a whole fucking foot. Yeah. Well, and that was, and what the doctors thought would happen with me you know like oh yeah he's gonna shoot up and height and da, da, da. And it's like it never happened like my wife always talks about growing up having growing pains and i was like i don't know what that fucking means I never <laughs> like, had what that. was that like yeah <laughs> i just gradually grew into a fucking giant as a kid and then you... i remember uh getting here to maryland thinking all right any day now <laughs> one day one day maybe you'll go through second puberty you know i hear it happens Hmm. Oh, that's called TRT. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I might be eligible. I think I'm gonna talk about that. I was like, hey, so I'm 45. Can I get some TRT now? I think I asked I actually a urologist about that back like when I was 30. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um he, he was very, very much like, no. Um, it's like have you used steroids before? I was like, No, absolutely not. He was like, Yeah, you should no, you should be fine. Like your testosterone is fine. Um he was like, look, I tell you what, um, come back in about a month. If you still feel weak, you still feel tired, like, well, I'll put this camera in your penis. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm going to go jogging. I'm going to eat better. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll find the energy. 
Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, get some coke. Like, <laughs> there you go. That's the real energy you need. Like, you're not putting nothing in my dick hole. Like, just get that yeah. shit out of your mind now. Why do you like? <laughs> you got to ask your urologist. Like, why did you choose to work with dicks? Like, <laughs> they're into sounding. You know, they like they like doing it for other people. They like doing it for you. Mm. Yeah, sure, sure yeah. they do. Um, it sounds real creepy, but okay. <laughs> I just like, love playing with dicks, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> like you just gotta imagine like you wake up in the morning, like uh fuck, I gotta go look at cocks today. Right, I gotta go look at dicks all day long. <laughs> I think I just posted what in the um in the so you like horror uh discussion group. It was mm. like uh, something about the human centipede. If I was in a human centipede situation, I'd still be cracking jokes, just there trying to go. keep morale up. What if you're like, in the middle though? You can't. You can't make jokes. You got to do all the. <laughs> the... <laughs> Trust me, I got this covered. Get, hey. Doing mime work in the center. <laughs> hey, whatever, whatever I can do to keep the morale up. Look, we're go. in a bad situation. I'm trying to keep everybody's spirits high. <laughs> like everybody's got to have a good time. Like, how are you gonna have a good time when your mouth is so someone's asshole? <laughs> Got to be creative. Lots of lots of humming, lots of humming. <laughs> like, tickle that butthole; it'll make them laugh. It's like, dude, I, oh my god! You know what? I just realized that's not on any of my my uh, the Halloween or uh, the October thirty one uh, days of horror. I don't oh, have yeah, human gotta, centipede on my get list. Human centipede in there. Yeah, work. What's it in weird? There. It's weird to do a thirty one days of horror because i watch horror fucking every fucking night of the week or a year anyway so yeah. when you get to october it's like i gotta make it super special <laughs> instead i've just been watching shit of our what i watch final destination trick-or-treat and halloween so oh yeah special. final I final destination is one of those ones that fucked me up for life man i can't behind i can't be behind a fucking uh uh lumber uh lumber yeah. semi ever like that fucked me up. That was the second one, right? I think. Yeah, it was the opening yeah. scene for the second joint. Which oh I mean, I got a child outside. I think they're wrapping <laughs> me up. <laughs> their their mother has sent a uh, sent a drone. Oh yeah, I forgot you're outside. I was like, so yeah, I'm, like, in, the, I'm in the car. Get you yeah, I'm in the car. This is oh. my new mobile stadium or my mobile studio. Yeah. I, I like I'm on the go. Like most times I record with you, I'm up here in my room. Yeah. But like downstairs, I have a whole different like cage setup and everything, <laughs> where um, I re- record in person with other people with microphones hanging from the ceiling. So it's like oh, you're all be flexible. I like it. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't have a good sound. <laughs> I still I I hold my microphone. So like I I don't even have a stand right now, which is really one of the new investments I need to make because I'm so sick of holding this thing. Though I am getting like a nice like you know like stabilization muscle from where I hold it up to my face all the time. So maybe uh, maybe I just need to get jacked. Like Instagram for a minute was paying. I'm not sure why they were paying me, but they mm-hmm. they were sending me money. Hey, you can't so hate I, that. I dumped all the money into the podcast. I was like, okay, all of this money goes in, right? Um, yeah. so, hobby, hobby money. So, like, Instagram doesn't pay anymore. I don't know if they don't. So, people, I think, are still getting paid, but I'm not getting paid because I think I had too many infractions against me. Fuck them. <laughs> um, all so, the fucking horrible uh, memes and sh- and shit. 
um so well it's me replying to shitty comments like mm. when somebody says something shitty i told them to go fuck themselves or i call them a cunt and then i get a warning i'm like jesus christ dude did you see what they fucking said to me right <laughs> like they started it like well you shouldn't have finished it fuck Ma- you give me my mom money. they started it <laughs> but like apparently facebook um has me set up for payment too but my um like i don't have as strong of a pull on facebook as i did on instagram yeah. So Instagram was paying me like a couple hundred, um, like close to 300 a month. Like yeah. I, I never got to the 300 mark. I think the max was 35,000. And I was like, I'm not getting towards that. I'm not a Kardashian. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but fucking getting 270. I was like, fucking right. I'll take that. Yeah. Like, that's 270 to some shit that I, I'd like. It's going to something I'm not having to pay out of my pocket. But mm-hmm. now Facebook has teased me saying, hey, you know, you're part of the real or a uh, bonus program. I was like, okay. And I looked at so far, I've earned like a dollar. <laughs> and I'm like, this is after a month. I was like, fuck you guys. That's like, like uh, that's like our ads. Like uh, when we post our podcast, we have ads that play before and after and stuff like that. And it's funny. Cause like they were, they hyped us up and they're like, every time it plays, you get this much. And then like, I look at our, our uh, max money and it's like, you've made $5. Like we've been doing this for two years. <laughs> I, I think with, so you like horror. Cause I don't use Podbean for them. I use a uh, Spotify for podcasters, which mm-hmm. used to be anchor and anchor was paying and oh, Spotify wow. for podcasters pays, but you have to have so many subscribers. And I was like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) Like, because they, I guess, Anchor was losing money because they kept paying it to me. (laughs) They're like, just sell to Spotify. Spotify was like, fuck Dante. You need, (laughs) you need actual subscribers. I was like, but I I do have, I have four. They're like, yeah. Four dedicated people. (laughs) Um, So at, at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I don't, I, I think I got all the stuff I needed for the podcast yeah. uh, for the, for the moment right now. Um, I got a couple different mix or, uh, whatever mixers because one's for travel and then one's for like in basement. Mm-hmm. And then I have this mic that, uh, my friend gave me, she was like, Oh, here you can have it. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. your, your ex-boyfriend, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I'll take it and um some headphones so i'm like okay so everything's kind of worked out in that that luck department where people yeah. have been like here take this we're gonna be kind or instagram was like here's some money and i don't <laughs> fuck it up and then i fucked it up and i was like fuck like, poor again <laughs> um but whatever it is like at the end of the day i'm not really stressing too much but it's, it's it's all for funsies but if someone says hey you know what we, we like your show a lot we want to pay you more i probably would still be like mm, how much more work do i gotta do right <laughs> depends on how like, much work i gotta put into it i like the whole bunch of research. nothing that i do now oh yeah. no I, if i gotta do research i'm out because that, that's the problem <laughs> with the horror podcast right now yeah is when i do the decades that's why I have to have like a dedicated co-host for those episodes. So I have to have somebody that really wants to do the, the work on their end. Because <laughs> yeah. I I write the intro and then that's it. Oh wow. <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, like, 
that's my thing. Like I've been doing a lot of research lately because I I'm sort of the forerunner on the Ahsoka podcast that we've been doing. So like I got a fucking book of like, you know, I try to keep it in order from top to bottom of the show. You know, I put in my jokes like I try to I try to keep it in there. But fucking like. I I've just it's so much fucking work and it's sad because like I end up rewatching the episodes of Ahsoka because like the first time I didn't enjoy it, I was just writing shit the whole time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I've ended up watching those episodes over and over again. Speaking of which, it's Tuesday night. I need to go watch that fucking other episode. The final yeah. the final episode's out. Yeah, I got to wait for Sarah. We watch, like, we all sit down on Wednesday and watch it. Yeah. Um, it's It's been so fucking good. Like, they, they did they did justice to the the series. Yeah. I, like, I've been enjoying it. The issue I've been having with the, the Star Wars shows is, like, I I still enjoy Star Wars for what it is. Yeah, I don't attach my ideal to like, oh well, you know, the original trilogy, the sequel, the prequel trilogy, and you know, I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like, but there are times where I'm watching the newer content, like Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian. Um, what was the other other jump off and um, Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, Andor Andor was a rough watch. <laughs> like, when when I watch these shows. I then have to ask myself, how invested am I moving forward? How much do mm-hmm. I continue to care? But Ahsoka kind of has me back into like I care again. Yeah, but the they did a really good Karen, job roping people in. Yeah, well, that's it. It's like they mm-hmm. wrote me in, and the thing is, I care again. But are they going to hurt me again? I, I can't. I can't. I can't live with any more hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hurt is coming. I'm sure there's definitely going to be an episode. Especially with apparently from what Will was telling me last time, Dave Filoni is apparently backing off. So God only knows what pain is coming for that series. Mm. Huh? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it sucks because he's done such a good job with the Star Wars series. Like I really don't want to see him go. Yeah, it. I'll be curious to see where it goes, but then also I'm curious as to how much more, like any of this, not just not just Disney, uh, Disney's involvement with Star Wars, but like, and I don't even chalk it up to like, oh, Disney's involved. It's gonna be this. I, I don't care. Yeah. Like what I care about is content, and and the question is with any of content, whether it be Marvel or Disney, like how much more do I care to follow versus like just moving on to other stuff i like like i said i i haven't watched any other like anything because there's so much content mm-hmm. to keep up with in in just very different realms that i'm just like dude w- with more marvel stuff coming out more shows more movies it's like how much more time do i dedicate to this and it's not even again a matter of like Oh, like I, I've been hearing, you know, a couple things about uh, Loki starting this week and negative stuff I'm about so that. And people were like shitting all, on it already. It's like, just like quit with the expectations. Let's just go watch something and have fun with it. And see, see that goes. That's the way I always come at it. Like, especially with Star Wars, because I'm such a diehard fan. Like my my thing is always I'm of two minds. Like I'm going to like it regardless, just because I'm a fan. But also, like, am I going to be hurt by most of the stuff? Like, especially with the newer series, like, did I get butt hurt when she was like, you know, 
this this uh, this dagger is evil. I sense evil. It's done evil things. And it's like, bitch, you're holding the fucking youngling Slayer 9000 and you don't fucking know about that. But all of a sudden you touch this dagger and you're like, ooh, it's done bad shit. It's like, no, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Like how many plot holes we got to write in this damn thing? (laughs) Yeah, it's like little details like that that, you you know, it does pluck my nerve. And it's like, you know, again, it becomes a question of, how much more bullshit are you going to fucking put out yeah. and tell us to accept? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I'm over it. I just want to fucking watch scary movies and talk about them and, yeah. you know, watch the occasional uh, nerd product and go on their rage radio and say bad words, get censored. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I live for is saying fucked up shit and watching nerd stuff. So, <laughs> All right, we share that in common. Let's <laughs> go ahead and wrap this some bitch up here. I can see. Okay, good. Being yeah, I keep wa- yeah, I keep having to wave people off. So I'm sure Miller's got- doing something she's not supposed to be doing. Is what's going on? I think I'm having a, a, an allergic reaction. I had a Reese's cup earlier, so I'm not doing Uh-oh. great. <laughs> I gotta take some Benadryl and fucking try to live. Um, <laughs> eh, who needs before- a respiratory system? It's overrated. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we get out of here, go ahead and uh, let us know where we can find you and let's get some plugs and shout outs in there. for Oh, you. yes, absolutely. Thank you, because I totally would have forgot. Um, you guys can find us on Why So Nerdy podcast. You guys, we are available on all platforms. So definitely go check us out. We talk about nerdy bullshit and, you know, movies, TV shows, stuff like that. We're doing a Solka series and we're about to start a Castlevania series. So if you're interested in either one of those, Will's going to do the Castlevania research. So I actually get to lay back during that one. So it's going to be nice. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram at Why So Nerdy Podcast. You guys can find us on Facebook at Why So Nerdy Podcast. Um, you can get us on TikTok at Why So Nerdy. And then if you you know want to talk shit, you want to tell us how great we are, you know, you want to get a hold of us, maybe get on the show. You guys can uh, email us at Why So Nerdy. And then the number one at gmail.com. That's why so nerdy one at gmail.com. I think that's it. Oh, the Baldwin project. Don't forget about the Baldwin project. Will will will. I can hear him screaming already about the Baldwin project and gains media gains media has been checking us out lately. They've been handling, we got to do final Fridays, which was so much fun. So if you're in the Louisville area, definitely check that out. And I think that's all the plugs that I got. (laughs) All right. I'm sure Will's yelling from somewhere. No, he'll be all right. He should have been here. (laughs) Right? Well, you know, it's sort of my fault. (laughs) I should have probably went like, hey, do you want to be on Dante's podcast tonight? It's kind of a double whammy. When I messaged you, like, the intent was really to be like, hey, do you guys want to come on and do the podcast? But it was kind of like a rush, like, oh, shit. Like, hey, you want to do the podcast this week? Yeah. Not thinking like, hey, do you guys want to do the podcast this week? Yeah. Um. I was just excited to talk to you, so I was pumped. Yeah, I'm being selfish. I'm I'm hogging you. I'm hogging you is all it is. Hey, man, we're here for the hang. That's all there is to it. When Will comes on, he can bring the business side to it, but you and I, we're here to crack jokes, talk conspiracies, and (laughs) and talk about really uncomfortable things I know most people probably checked out. Ah, (laughs) People are like, yeah, we're gone. (laughs) What's life without some weird shit involved? (laughs) <laughs> they're like we'll be back next week like, <laughs> next week we will have like actual jujitsu talk 
with a uh, student of BJJ on here. So you guys there come you back go. for that. <laughs> um, but as always, everyone listening, thank you for all the support. Thank you for just everything. Uh, if y'all have any questions, concerns, criticisms, always feel free to reach out. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram. You can also find me at Off The Mass Podcast on Instagram as well. Um, yeah, that's all there is to that. You can find me at either of those spots. I want to give a big shout out to my crew over there at Nerd Rage Radio. Bobby, Chris, Joe, Marilyn, Phil, Ricky, Tiki, all those fellas. Um, thank you for everything that you guys do. Uh, Marilyn, Phil, and Ricky, Tiki, uh, specifically, they're on uh, various podcasts with me. So thank you, fellas. Uh, without Nerd Rage Radio, I would not have been in the podcast arena. So thanks for that. I um, also want to do a shout out for my other podcast because, you know, I got to shout my own shit out. Uh, the horror podcast. So you like horror. We are uh, wrapping up our decades chapter here. So we've been talking about horror through the decades since January, once per month, um, you know, kind of in between episodes of other themes. So we're getting towards the end with the 2020s coming up. We just dropped the 2010s teens however you want to say it <laughs> and we're going to try to get an exorcist episode maybe i'm not sure we're going to go see this new exorcist you, you, i was gonna say you can talk about the one where they were like hey now we got two ladies that are are <laughs> possessed yeah like I, I had a different plan but that kind of fell through so um we're we're gonna work on trying to make it happen we already did an exorcist episode last october and it was uh, a big hit so we're going to do the Exorcist Believers episode coming up um, after the 2010s or teens, okay. whatever you call it. So go check that uh, podcast out, too. And you can find it on Instagram also at So You Like Horror. All the words are separated by underscores. So there's that. Go check it out. We like it. We like to have fun over there. Um, otherwise, thank you. I love you guys. I love, love you guys. Uh, you know, like sometimes I get a little teary eye when I look back and see, you know, folks that were supporting it in the beginning. Where y'all at now? Um, right. Okay. No, no. You got to stick with it. <laughs> I got new supporters. But thank you, everyone. Um, Like I said, you got any questions, reach out to me. You want to be on the show, reach out to me. Um, Otherwise, you guys keep listening. We're going to keep making these shows. Thank you, everyone. And goodbye. Peace. Now let me see his song.